Our first reading for this evening is from the 24th chapter of Exodus. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near, and the people may not come up with him. And Moses went and told the people all the Lord's words and laws. They responded with one voice, Everything the Lord has said we will do. Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said. He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Then he sent young Israelite men and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls and the other half he splashed against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, We will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Moses then took the blood, sprinkled it on the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, And the seventy elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli, as bright blue as the sky. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and stay here. And I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua, his aide. Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and Hur are with you and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days, the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went on up the mountain. And he stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from the fifth chapter of Luke. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught 
anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Simon Peter saw this. He fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, Don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more, so the crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. This is the word of the Lord. We continue our recitation of the Lord's Prayer with the seventh petition. What is the seventh petition? But deliver us from evil. What does this mean? We pray in this petition, in summary, that our Father in heaven would rescue us from every evil of body and soul, possessions and reputation, and and graciously take us from this valley of sorrow to himself in heaven. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Both of our readings today had to do with taking, specifically God taking, God taking his people and moving them from one direction to a better one. In our first reading, we were in the middle of the Exodus, and we have God's people at the base of the mountain. And it's not going as well as it could. There's fighting, of course, squabbling. But even more so, there's this misunderstanding of the people that they think they can do everything that God has asked them to do. So God has them... Um, Moses writes it down. He speaks everything to the people and they say, we will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Valiant effort. They fail as soon as, as soon as the words are out of their lips. They're making a golden calf to worship as soon as Moses leaves. But God takes Moses. God takes him. And tells him to come up on the mountain. And it's there on the mountain that he sees God. It even describes this sapphire pavement underneath them, like the sky blue. And it's there where God takes him 
shows him who he is. That he is a God who's going to care for his people. That he is a God who will shed his blood for his people. Because you'll remember after the people said, we'll do everything that's written in the law. They take blood and they sprinkle it on the people. Not their blood. Eventually one day, it's God's blood. His own son. So God took Moses and showed him that. Showed him what life was going to be. Fast forward to our gospel reading today. We also have another story of taking. So Peter and the others are fishing, not doing well. They're not catching anything. And Jesus takes Simon, takes Peter, the other disciples, takes them out to deep water, tells them to drop their nets. And as they do, of course, they catch so many fish that the nets are beginning to break, but they don't. Massive catch. But what's so important is not necessarily that. It's what Peter does. He falls down at the feet of Jesus and confesses that this is the Christ and asks him to leave him because he's a sinful man. So Jesus didn't just take them in a boat and go to deep water and to do that just to get a miraculous catch of fish. No. Miracle showed that Jesus really was the Christ, Son of God. And that miracle took Peter from a place of unbelieving or wavering and sealing him in faith. Sealing him in realizing that Jesus truly is the Christ, the Son of God. From that point forward, Peter follows him. God has a habit of taking his people from one place, and moving them to another. And that includes us. He has taken all of us from a life of unbelief to a life of faith. If we were baptized as young children, we may not even realize life and what it meant to not believe before the church. For others who may not have been raised in the church, they know what that is like. How God took them from unbelief through hearing the gospel to a point of believing. And that's just the nature of what God does. Even for those who have been raised in the church their whole lives and don't know anything else but that. God is still taking you. Still taking you from times in which your sins might overwhelm you. Even drive us to despair. Even wonder, am I still a Christian? And through forgiveness of sins, confession, absolution, God takes you from that brokenness, that period of brokenness, and he moves you and reminds you that by his blood, you truly are healed. By his sacrifice, you really are a new person. And it's God who's taking you and moving you. The seventh petition that we recited tonight from the Lord's Prayer is also about taking us and moving us. The seventh petition said this. What's the seventh petition? But deliver us from evil. What does this mean? 
pray in this petition and summary that our Father in heaven would rescue us from every evil of body and soul, possessions and reputation. And finally, when our last hour comes, give us a blessed end and graciously take us from this valley of sorrow to himself in heaven. Throughout our lives as Christians, God has been taking us, delivering us from evil. He always has. And he does that daily. And he always will. Until that final day comes when we die. And hopefully it is a blessed end, a peaceful one. And in that moment, as we die... So also does die our sinful nature forever. That is the ending, the fulfillment of our baptism into Christ. The final seal in which Christ puts our sinful nature in the grave and leaves it there. But for you, no. You are given a blessed end and, as the catechism says, you're graciously taken from this valley of sorrow to himself in heaven. Immediately. Remember, just as the thief on the cross next to Jesus, as he confessed that Jesus was the Christ, told the other thief to stop, stop slandering Jesus. Remember what Jesus said. Today, you'll be with me in paradise. That happened for that thief. That day, that moment he died, What happened here in the seventh petition was fulfilled. He was taken from this valley of sorrow into the arms of the waiting Christ in heaven. That's where he is now, along with all the other saints who have gone before us. They've all been taken to be with Christ in heaven for eternity. And will remain there until that day comes when Christ returns. And enfolds the entire church into himself. Takes his bride, the church, to be with him forever. May God preserve all of us in the faith until that blessed day comes. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.